check your calendars. It's that time again. It's the 41st of Neverwhere. With your friends, Linda and the two Jennifers. It's kind of like, um, we are the sisterhood of the traveling hot messes. We need t-shirts. Somebody get on that. Where the fuck are you driving to, Miller? Aren't you on vacation to like the 41st of the of the month of Neverwhere? I mean, like, I obviously care about you bitches because I am messaging with y'all through my nap time. 41st of the month of Neverwhere has me weak. That's fucking funny. Okay, well, that's just crazy, Jennifer. Go take a damn nap. Girl. You better get your nap in. We don't need you being all grumpy with your people when you call them and stuff tonight. Or maybe we do. I don't know. I am driving to Mebane, North Carolina to go to one store and then to come home and take a nap. During which I will not be messaging either of you bitches. Oh, that's right. The trip you didn't want to invite us on. Oh, okay. Have fun. Oh, the Mebane trip that we were invited to? Yeah, get her! Get her! I'm hurt. I'm honestly hurt. I mean, baby needs some new shoes. But no, I can't go to Mebane. Yes, exactly. That Mebane trip um, that I actually wanted zero people in the world to be invited to and my Ambien. Um, apparently thought that I was lonely and should invite the whole entire fucking world. So nobody liked my idea about the sisterhood of the traveling hot messes. I thought that was golden. Linda had to stage me up with the 41st of Neverwhere. <laughs> it's a little wordy, Miller. Try again. Hey, that could be the date that we get ourselves together. Sisterhood of the traveling hot messes. Estimated time to get life together, 41st of Neverwhere Be. <laughs> Leon's Angels. Uh, I'm laughing at this, but I'm telling you, it feels about probably the most accurate thing that's ever been said. I think all that would be a little too wordy for a t-shirt. I mean, it doesn't really flow i mean but the concept is good we, we just we just need to give it the old razzle dazzle and what was the explosion yesterday nobody seems to know it's in beta we're workshopping it the explosion yesterday was clearly the entire year of 2023 duh well i think that that would be part of the charm of the shirt because similar to our style of communicating, it is just a bunch of mumbo jumbo, if you will, all ran together, makes no sense, and that's how we communicate on a t-shirt. But we understand the mumbo jumbo. That's the only thing that matters. We understand it. Right. Exactly. That's exactly my point. So... On behalf of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Hot Messes who are planning to get their lives together on the 41st of November, never, never, 
then it's a it's a perfect shirt. Just ask Shady. Shady will agree. Shady. Shady will agree. Also, I'm only three seasons away of being current on Sister Wives, and Mary just said the funniest thing ever. She said, if Cody doesn't get this figured out, I'm afraid he's going to look really dumb. And I said out loud on television, too late. I also feel like if we take all of these audio recordings and put them together in a weekly podcast that's just us saying things to each other with zero explanation, we'd probably be the most popular podcast ever. If there was an embodiment of live, laugh, love, Shady would be it. She is just happy to be a dog living in the United States of America. Oh my God, I fucking hate Mary. I hate, hate, hate. I hate Mary more than I hate Robin and Cody combined. She is a fucking asshole. I watched all of the seasons this whole entire last week when I was sick. Um, except one or two seasons, for some reason, they didn't have them on, on demand, so I had to skip them, and I was really disappointed, but, um, anyway, I'm back at it. I'm at the, t at the, um, point where he is, um, leading them to leave those giant fucking mega mansions in Vegas to go to the Flagstaff. Biggest mistake of his stupid fucking life. I'm totally down for the podcast. And we can call it. Wait, wait. Guess what we can call it? We can call it the sisterhood of the traveling hot messes who are going to get their lives together on the 41st of Never Rare Be. Uh, two things. Yesterday, Leon laid in bed with me and watched an entire season of Sister Wives. And at one point he said, I can't watch this anymore. And I looked him straight in his eyes. I said, yes, you will. And he did. And two, no, the, the podcast is going to be called Why Have Enemies When You Have Friends Like This? Actually, that's too wordy. We should just call it Who Needs Enemies? Why don't we just call it 41st of Neverwary? Yeah, I doubt there's any podcast in the history of podcasts that's ever been called that. So that's a really good idea, too. I'm beginning to feel like you guys don't like my suggestion of the sisterhood of the traveling hot messes who are getting their lives together on the 41st of February. I feel like that's all in your head because what we're saying is it's not that we don't like your idea. We just need it to be better. Also, I have a confession. I have never in my life, not even once, not one time in my entire life have I ever listened to a podcast of any size, shape, sort, or title. Well, strap in, bitch, because you're about to be the star of a new fucking crazed mega hit to hit the airwaves. Well, in the 12 hours driving to Tennessee and the 47,000 driving back, all I did was listen to podcasts. Murder podcast, scary story podcast, um, financial literacy podcast. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, kind of a Bubba Gump moment there. You can bake them, broil them, boil them, saute them. You know what really pisses me off is when you're driving and it's really cloudy outside and kind of gray, yet 
it is so fucking bright that you have to wear sunglasses. And then every car you pass, you look at them, see if they're looking at you to wonder why you're wearing glasses because it's fucking dark 30 outside. That, that's one thing that I really dislike. I feel like you care way too much about what other drivers think of you, Miller, which is very weird to me. I feel like you'd be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Put your glasses on and drive like a boss. But you know what? Maybe I just don't know you the way I thought I did. Okay, my nap time to wake up is noon 30. And so I'm going to do that now. All right, I'll talk to you hoes later. Sleep sweet. Bye, bitches. I also get really hyper paranoid when it's raining and I don't know what to do about my windshield wipers. Like, am I being too dramatic? Um, like, I have to see what other car drivers are doing with their, with, with their wipers. Because, you know, I don't want to be going, like, way too fast and then everybody else is like, what's wrong with you? It's just a sprinkle. Y'all, I just realized that a scarecrow is called a scarecrow because it, in fact, is supposed to scare crows. <laughs> I, my mind is blown. I just realized that my whole entire life. My whole entire life. A scarecrow scares crows. Ain't that some shit, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, three-year-olds know that. Holy shit! I mean, congratulations, but oh my god. On Sister Wives, why are all of their I's and E's mixed up? Like, instead of real, they say real. Instead of saying feel, they say fill. Right? And then, no big deal, they say no big deal. But instead of saying hill, they say heel. She's like, I don't know if this is the heel I want to die on. I'm like, why do you guys not know the difference between I and E? Oh my fucking God. Honestly, I think I want to start a pickle company now called No Big Deal. Jesus, we can't ever, ever put this on the podcast because then they would they would hear it and then try and take ownership of your no big deal company because they're going to say that they have rights to it because they said it on their show and you were inspired by it and they're major shitbags. And that is the heel you're going to die on. Well, if that's the heel I will die on. Make, I'll make sure to put it in my wheel that uh, you have to start the No Big Deal Pickle Company. And what the fuck with the scarecrows, Miller? Jeez. Jeez. I mean, this is like a never wary 42nd realization. And these fucking stupid Republicans and Trumplicans can't even vote themselves a Speaker of the House. This is so how stupid and inbred and fucked up the Republican Party is. They can't even get along long enough to pick a leader. 
They can't. They can't. They cannot put their giant dick swing and dick sucking egos aside to pick a fucking house um, speaker of the house. It's so stupid. So, like, I'm just now starting season one, episode one of Sister Wives. Um, so I'm going to make 2023 about self-care and not so much self-loathing. So, yeah, season one, episode one. Woo! And you know how we talked about um, just doing our voice clips as a podcast? Like, like during the pandemic, there was an office that got together and published their Slack conversation as a book. And it, apparently it sold really well. Girl, I just started season 14. And let me tell you something. I've been watching, let's see, we started talking about this just like a few weeks ago, right? So, through the flu and COVID and all that, I've been watching it. And it is the only way that I have survived any of the bullshit that's been happening in in this entire world. Like, I am so close to the end that I'm like, I don't think I can live without having seasons and seasons of this show to binge every single day. I'm not kidding you. I'm right now, like, trying to make a logo for the podcast, The 41st of Neverwary. And I'm telling you right now, I really think if we just throw with zero explanation, with no nothing, every single day, all week long, like, I throw into GarageBand or something, every clip, all day. Every night, put them together, put them in, and at the end of the week, just publish it as a podcast. I'm telling you right now, people would fucking love it. And you know what shows a bigger fucking dumpster fire than Sister Wives? Uh, the 48 million kids and counting. Like, one summer, Seth and I got hooked on watching that train wreck. And, I mean, it was, like, all day long. He was younger, and like you know like not driving yet like the whole summer we sat on the couch and watched that shit show dude i might try and do that if i can find it if it's on it might be on the discovery app anyway because it went from like 500 million kids and counting to sexual abuse getting arrested now like the so much has happened like, to the point where the show is canceled, but there was spinoff shows of the show that got canceled because he was fucking diddling the kid. Oh, my God, dude. I gotta get, I probably, that's probably gonna be my next fucking dumpster fire to watch. And so, like, one thing we would also have to do is, like, publish the memes that we send each other along with that. And, um, so, like, make it, like, one of these things from, like, 12.01 Sunday morning to midnight on saturday night i mean like just do a run and all of those shows that are dumpster fire shit shows are all around some yeah i think that's a good idea and what we can do is to drive people to our like social media is we'll do if you want to if you want to see the memes we sent or the pictures we sent or whatever, you have to go to social media, to our Instagram 
or to our TikTok or something. Yeah, I'll figure it out because that's literally what I do for a living. And you could you could listen to the show and see them for that week as you're listening. And, you know, it would be like maybe one of those things, too. It's like, you know, kind of like Miller's unemployed right now. And, you know, like I don't start work until like five o'clock. And, you know, you're sick and stuff. I mean, as much as, like, we go back and forth, I mean, we might have to do, like, a daily thing. I don't know why I sent the pizza emoji, but I feel like it fits. Oh, and we could do, like, a live thing. Like, we could go for soup and just broadcast it. I love how you think that any of us is going to dedicate the time to do one something daily and two that we're even going to get together in the same room to have soup we can't even get together for a fucking olive garden and gift exchange oh and can we have like on a very special episode of the 41st of never wary linda makes a big decision look I'm trying to do some positive thinking in 2023. And, you know, I may, I, you know, I, I just, I'm trying here. I'm just trying here. Or we could do, like, coming up. <laughs> like they do on fucking Sister Rives previously on and then coming up. <laughs> and just have, like, cliffhangers and shit. Oh. My. God. You're so fucking talented. You are so talented. That's, like, so amazing. You know, it's like, I could, like, see us, like, going on Dr. Phil. I mean, because, like, the shit we talk about, I mean, Dr. Phil's definitely want to talk to us about some shit. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I know, it's pretty great. I really do. It's, like, when I thought of it. Like, I had a couple different things in my head, but that was, when I did that, I was like, yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, I definitely just want to talk about Dr. Phil, because I got some shit to say about the way him and his wife look. At this point, I believe his wife is made of plastic. And two, I think Dr. Phil is a robot. Oh, my God. I, I hope you guys follow Morty the Misfit. He is, like, this, oh, my God, just squeeable little special needs chihuahua he has one arm and or i'm sorry one eye and like he's been like really sick and they've known he's been sick since they adopted him and um so he's like losing his hair and like in one of his posts uh the dad dark lord 637 or whatever his handle is it's dark lord something anyway he's a super cool guy um Anyway, where was I going? Oh, yeah. Um, Morty, he was just like, yeah, check out Morty's Dr. Phil hair. And it was, like, so spot on. <laughs> hey, also, Miller, did you get the singular pair of pants that you went to uh, Medman for all by yourself that we weren't invited to? Hope they're fucking spectacular. I hope they give her the biggest fucking camel toe. One, I'm obsessed with Morty and his father. I love all of their content. So, yes, I've been following them for almost, what, two and a half years now? Almost three years? Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's they're fucking fantastic. And I hope not only does Miller have a camel toe, 
I hope that the first time she wears them in public, she bends over to get her drugs out of her drug case and she splits her shit right down the middle. So, again, season one, episode one, it's like watching a time capsule with the hair and the way they're dressed and, like, the way their home's decorated and, like, you know, like, all that shit. And I don't know. It's just, like, crazy. It's so crazy. But, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, the idea here in itself is not, like, terrible to have sisters, sister wives. I mean, it's just like, with me, I'd just be like, support me. You have sex with him because I'm too tired. Just support me. And just, like, let me rock the babies and shit. So, like, the funny thing about me and Miller's friendship is um, that... We were, like, friends for, like, a couple years on Facebook. And, like, the day we actually met face-to-face, we were hosting a baby shower together at her house. That's the day we met face-to-face. Like, I'm totally, like, I don't care if you want to live plural marriage. It's like, as long as, I don't care what anyone does as long as they're not hurting other people. My problem with this particular family is that Cody is a giant fucking piece of shit. Robin and Mary are fucking assholes. Christine and Janelle are too good for this shit. And it's just like, they 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 just pick the biggest group of bullshit I've ever seen to put on television. And let me tell you something. It's genius. I found as an adult, the weirder the circumstances of your meeting of somebody, the better your friendship's going to be. Because if, like, just think, all of us, let's see, Jen, you and I met at my sister's wanting to do the sip and paint, right? That wasn't weird, but that was a little bit weird, right? And then we, all of us, got together at a mutual friend's cat-themed wedding. Okay, confession time. We're not doing new year, new me with the way I'm eating, apparently, because, like, I bought those, like, really soft, flaky, buttery mini croissants from the Sam's Club Bakery yesterday, and there's, like, four billion of them in the pack, and I've eaten, like, two billion of them. No joke, had I not been so fucking lazy and didn't want to leave the house yesterday, I looked at Leon straight in his optical stems yesterday morning and said, I want O'Kelly's chicken salad and mini croissants from the fucking Sam's Club. And we didn't go, but I wanted to. I still do. Well, you know, and it's like, back up our meeting a little bit, you know, it's like we wouldn't have met if baby daddy wouldn't have crashed into me that day. And... Then we all collectively got together, I think, like, for the last time at the cat-themed wedding that had a mac and cheese bar. I mean, yeah. I mean, we have awesome friends. We, like, honestly do. I bought the Sam's Club chicken salad, and I gotta say, I'm not a fan, but because it's too mayonnaise-y, and I fucking hate mayonnaise, Like, I'm fine with it, like, in something, like chicken salad, but I swear to God, if you want to see me flip a table over, if someone brings mayonnaise on my burger, I will lose my shit. 
absolutely lose my shit. I mean, it's just gross. Oh, it's like, just jizz. Uh, Yeah, we do have cool friends. Well, we're not putting Richard in that. I hope he dies a very slow, painful death very soon. Um, But, yeah. The only problem with that wedding, it was five below fucking zero. We could, like, have, like, guest segment on there where, like, Justin and Kim could come in with Isabel. I met Isabel for the first time a couple weeks ago, and she is, like, so cool. She's so cool and so smart, too. I follow them on social media, and I'm like, they are cooler as a family than I've ever been in my entire life. And I mean that because, like, they got no fucks about showing their house being a mess. They got no fucks about talking about their struggle is real. Like, I'm like, damn, Dems is goals. I mean, I'm not trying to have a messy house and, and a kid all over the place, but, like, to be, like, that, like, cool to not be worried about what anyone thinks, I want that. And also, I have on my water bottle and like and like uh for my birthday i wanted everybody to buy stuff for like some animal shelter that they were supporting and so like i uh so i sent more um so like on the like the shelter's amazon amazon wish list like i sent like different stuff from like me and chad and seth and like in the like from line we put team morty and it was great it was like feel good day and father morty oh my god he's so cute he is so cute you know years ago hbo had a show but now it was like fiction about it was called big love and it was really good it was really good. I know. Uh, when Morty got real sick recently, I'm not going to lie, I got scared and I did cry a lot because I was very worried. But now, I guess because Noodle died, you know, Bones No Bones Dog died, I've gotten a little bit okay with my internet, my favorite internet dogs getting ill and stuff because I'm like, okay, Linda, you have to remember they're dogs. They're going to die just like other dogs die. I'm worried. My favorite internet dog in the whole world is Tuna Melts My Heart. His name is Tuna. He's a snoodle. No, I'm sorry. What am I saying? He's not a snoodle. He's a dachshund uh, chihuahua mix. Anyway, um, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, um, so, like, he's my very, very favorite. Morty's my number two. So, um... Yeah, I have to remind myself that they're all just dogs, and even though I love them more than anything in the world, they're going to die like every other dog. Oh, oh yeah, I watched Big Love. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. <clears throat> See, this is what people want to listen to. They want to hear us jump back and forth in between insults and topics. Um, Big Love was great. Don't get me wrong. It had, didn't it have that sucky bitch from the vampire one, and then she was on some other shit? And she's on another shit that I watch. I can't remember whatever. Anna Paquin, I think her name is. Anyway, um, I am obsessed with cults and I am very obsessed with the FDLS. I know not all F or FLDS, not all FLDS are cults, but I be- my opinion is, and I don't give a fuck if anyone doesn't like it, 
I believe religion itself is a cult because I'm an atheist and I don't believe in God. But um, so it all kind of intrigues me in a way. But I love anything that's FLDS related. And I think that's why I love the sister wife shit so hard. You know, when Morty got like really, really sick, like I would like just dread opening Instagram because like I specifically would seek out Morty's profile just to check him out and his wholesomeness. And yes, Tuna is a Chawini. And um, the only reason that Morty has edged out Tuna is because they don't post as much on Tuna anymore. But yeah, Tuna was like the OG internet special needs pup for me. Oh, Tuna melts my heart. Okay, there is absolutely no fucking way that I can listen to every single message that you guys just sent as I was driving through the North Carolina. I am back in Danville now. Um, and, you know, just to kind of um, circle back around, I personally think that probably a lot of people are going to be really um, shooketh when they hear about the scarecrow. I mean, I really think this is just something that people don't... I mean, who... I never thought about it. And now it's got me questioning what other things that are pretty, um, you know, obvious, but but hidden. I'm going to have to really start thinking about that. Dude, Tuna is the... I do wish that Tuna had more content. It's just his face, man. On... Um, Disney Plus, Jeff Goldblum has a series, and he does an episode with Tuna. It's so good. Well, Miller, here's something that's obvious but hidden. Clearly, you're not going to listen to all of our messages that are all just shit talk about you. So that's obvious, but it's going to stay hidden because you won't listen to them. Um, And uh, I am very excited to see where this journey takes you. And welcome back to the table. The scarecrow? <laughs> you think that was hidden? The name. It says it all. I mean, yeah, like, keep it simple. It scares crows. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? <laughs> well, the like the biggest shit post uh, that we made about you, Miller, was we hope your new pants give you a camel toe. Yeah, and I hope your shit splits over when it splits open when you bend over to get your drugs out of your drug case when you're working. I mean, yeah, being like fucking Pablo Escobar with the the rehab drugs. Look, okay, all all joking aside, I swear to you, I don't think that people actually think in depth about words. I think words are just words. They're part of our language. We speak them, but we don't really think about them. And that is exactly why a scarecrow is a word that people just say because it's like a thing that's out in the in the farmland, and it scares crows. That is, people don't think like that. I don't. I don't think like that. I did get a lot of cute pants. Mostly everything I bought was black, white, navy, or some combination of those three colors. So I have to ask, though, what did you think the purpose of the scarecrow out on the farm was? Okay, Pablo Escobar. I <laughs> I can't. I haven't heard his name in forever, but much like I'm obsessed with Frida Kahlo, I, 
I too am obsessed with Pablo Escobar. Um, but I'm not even going down that rabbit hole right now because I'm getting ready to go pick up Pete Miller um, for my dad who stole him um, from me two nights ago. And um, and that's it. So, um, old Pablo. <laughs> Pablo. Saying to Leon when he says the wrong words, that words matter. So, yeah, I do think about those. Um, I'm so happy that you got a nice array of different slacks to wear, dungarees, if you will, trousers, if you may, um, to wear to work. And uh, if you got white ones, I hope to God, girl, you don't get your period in them. I don't know. You're you're pretty old. You're like 54, right? So you're probably a menopause. The purpose of the scarecrow on the farm, Jennifer, was to be, to pretend as though it was a person so that birds, mainly crows, but so that birds would be scared away from the field so they would not eat the items being developed in that soil. Okay, I gotta go back to Pablo. So I actually um, used one of Pablo's, um, one of his like moves um, on Chris Miller. And I have to say, it really, really works. Okay, so picture this. I'm sure Pete Miller wishes he was an Arby's right now because there's better food and cooler people there. So you have given me the definition of a scarecrow to look like a man in the field to scare crows. And you never thought of it being named a scarecrow. Miller. Miller. And you know at Goodyear, they call your dad Benny Rogers. Because, like, he's, like, so nice looking and stuff like that. Miller, she asked you what you thought a scarecrow was. And you, you literally described a scarecrow. You knew what it did and knew its name, but you didn't know that's what it was? What the fuck? Pablo was making so much money and trafficking so many drugs that every once in a while, he would send a plane loaded with drugs on purpose for the feds to catch it so that they felt as though they were doing their, they had accomplished, aha, we got you, we got this plane full of drugs, we got it, and you don't have it no more, and, and so they were celebrating, you know, that they were able to get one over on, on Pablo, but Pablo was sitting back laughing his ass off, because what was also happening at the same time is 18 million times more were coming in. Um, and so the way that I use this um, on Chris Miller is um, I'm very um, careful about my items being delivered um, to the house. So, but what I will do is if it's an item that was like super, super cheap, then I allow him to intercept it 
And then when he sees it and I open it, I'm like, oh my God, look, I only spent $2 and I saved 3000 Um, And then all the while, like, you know, he's, he's like pleased at himself that he caught me trying to smuggle in shit that I don't need from Amazon. Um, all the while, my trunk is <laughs> completely, completely full. Back to the scarecrow. I'm not saying that it's not ridiculous, but what I am saying is people don't put that much thought into words. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. They don't. We should do a poll. I'm telling you people will agree with me. And what if we did um, soup tomorrow? I, I, I got another one. Screwdriver. Well, I have so much to say. First of all, yes, you, I want to do soup tomorrow. Do you guys want to do soup tomorrow? Number two, <clears throat> this bitch thinks she's a fucking mastermind. I'm not going to lie. If you guys don't share a bank account or a credit card, it's pretty good. And number four, no, three, screwdriver. It's literally a device used to drive screws into a surface. Screwdriver. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what it is. But I promise you, people don't think about that when they just say the word screwdriver, wrench. I mean, wrench isn't an example of one, but you know, people just say words. It's just words. It's just words. You are the smartest dumb person I've ever known. Like, ever. Hold up. Just found another one. Interstate is a road that runs through different states. Interstate. <laughs> I'm completely down for soup tomorrow. Completely down. And, um, screwdriver, yes. Like, that's one of those things. It's just like, yeah, it's named for what it does. Yeah. I mean, Miller, re really? And do you know the logic behind the exit numbers, Miller? No. Is there some kind of magic exit number rule that I don't know about? I do know that even and odd numbers make a difference on the interstates. For example, even numbers run east and west. Odd numbers run north and south. But that's neither here nor there. I don't know anything about, I thought exits were just like, I mean, I know they go in order, don't they? Jen, you're about to make her head blow off. Also, I've had a lot of time to um, contemplate my life on my way up and down the road today. Um, I'm going to need somebody to hold me accountable um, for being a big girl um, and actually like doing things with my life in 2023 like for example instead of <clears throat> sleeping all day I should probably like do other things just something simple what time do you guys want to soup tomorrow and who's picking my ass up I pray the Lord my soul to keep Word.
Okay, the way that exit numbers come about is in the direction that you are driving is the amount of miles to the next state line that that particular interstate runs through. So, like, if I'm driving in to Tennessee from North Carolina and I'm going west and I encounter exit 407, it is 407 miles to Arkansas, which would be the next state that the interstate ran to. You have literally just blown my mind. Fuck, I am going to join the psychic friends because I knew that shit was about to happen. And the only reason I really know that, that little factoid, is that um, my mom traveled all the time for her job when I was a kid. And when I was, you know, like, I would always go with her. And, like, so, like, I know how to read a real map. And I know, like, all this, like, crazy, stupid travel knowledge. And, like, when I'm, like, long-distance driving by myself, like, for example, like, um, you know, because, like, I've driven, like, the Danville to Union City route so much that, I, you know, I've kind of gotten familiar with where certain points in the road are. And so, like, I start doing, like, this, like, beautiful mind math. Like, okay, so my car says 300, 300 miles down to empty. Well, okay, so I'm at exit, again, 407. And I only keep mentioning 407 because that's the exact halfway point, and, um, which is Strawberry Plains, Tennessee. And, um, and, like, I'm just like, okay, so I'll need to stop probably around exit 100. And I know that that's going to be around Parker's Crossroads, Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. I love how one of you is driving and one of you won't stop talking about driving and no one will answer who the fuck is picking me up for soup tomorrow. Okay, first of all, let's decide on a time. Any time before 3 p.m. works for me. Perfect. I will be ready whenever you guys tell me to be ready. So, Miller, I guess this is on you because I guess you'll be picking me up because you only live like two fucking miles from my house so miller you pick a time great we're not getting soup tomorrow like i'm over here i've got the jeopardy theme song going through my head right now this is what happens when we let miller have too much control sherry talks about she can't get the fuck out of bed every day and here we are asking her to pick a time for her to get the fuck out of bed to come scoop my ass up so we can all get soup what the fuck is wrong with us I don't know, but I think, like, maybe this year I'm going to dress like, um, like I'm going to a music festival every day. I bought this, like, pretty killer outfit on Etsy, and I haven't worn it yet, mainly because it's so thin. But, yeah, I'm just going to start dressing like that every single day. Oh, you know, I want to say my new year has begun, but it hasn't. We all know. My new year's not going to begin until I have to have the surgery and I'm healed. 
but I do have clothes, real clothes, actual, not pajama clothes that I plan on wearing one day. Like, yeah, the outfit I've got on today, it really looks like I should smell like patchouli. But don't worry, I will never smell like patchouli because I can't fucking stand patchouli. And now, fucking Miller, I know you're seeing this shit and listening to it. So get your shit together and decide. Classic Miller. But, like, I got this dress at Aldi for, like, $10. And... I'm going to reverse tie-dye it. So, like, you know, wrap it up like you would a tie-dye, but spray it with bleach instead. I mean, and if I, like, totally screw it up, I mean, it's, it's $10 and some bleach. So, I'm not going to, like, get, like, super bent out of shape about it. Okay, I just returned to my car with my dog. Um, so, I see that you all sent about 800 more messages that I'm probably not going to listen to. Um, I did listen to a couple of them and heard the word soup and picking Linda up tomorrow. So, I propose that I pick Linda up because, you know, that makes the most sense um, because I live two seconds away from you. And then, I also propose that we go at 11.30 because I'm an old lady and like to beat the lunch crowd. How does that sound? Well, wait a second. I thought that's how you tie-dye. Isn't that how you tie-dye? And also, who the fuck goes to Aldi and buys clothes? That would be similar to me going to Ann Taylor asking for a bowl of soup. Yes, we will be at the Olive Garden, the OG, at 11.30. And typically, no, you don't tie-dye with bleach. Um, Miller, it's called the Isle of Shame. If you haven't been there, get there. And also, I'm down. So, you want to pick me up at like 11.15 and we meet at, I'm guessing, Olive Garden at 11.30? Girl, do you not know about the Aldi Isle of Shame? Oh my god. There is like a whole ass Facebook community about the Aldi Isle of Shame. Like... Like, one week you can buy pet steps, one week you can buy dresses, like, I got Coco a pair of pajamas. Um, yeah, the Aldi Isle of Shame is named the Isle of Shame for a reason, because it's all this crazy shit that has nothing to do with groceries that you never knew you needed, but once you see it, you know you need it. And if you're a member of the community, which I am... When you go, you have to caca, and if you get a caca back, you know you have a fellow community member in the Isle of Shame with you. I am literally embarrassed for the both of you. Oh my god, Linda, I was so about to caca you. <laughs> well, obviously, we're embarrassed for you because we knew about it and you didn't. Embarrassed for us, bitch. I'm embarrassed for you. You ain't got no fucking idea what you're missing. If I'm sorry. You're embarrassed for us. We knew what a fucking scarecrow was when we were two. And a screwdriver. And an interstate. The names say it all. 
Okay, so the episode that I'm on is the introduction of Robin. Oh my god, you're really getting into the good stuff. I just watched Cody try and force Truly, who's nine now. Um, I think she maybe was just not, maybe she was born? Maybe not, when they introduced Robin. The one that Christine is pregnant with in the episode you're watching. She's nine now, when I'm watching it. And Cody is trying to force her to ride a bike and she doesn't want to. And in her little um, confessional with the, in her little private interview, she was like, it is my body and my choice if I don't want to ride a bicycle. And I don't want to ride a bicycle. Oh my God, it was so cute. Yes, she is pregnant with Truly right now. You got a long, wonderful ride ahead of you. And can I just add, fucking Leon, I mean, really. That guy. Ugh. Seth just asked me, he was like, who are you talking about? And I was like, you remember at Justin and Kim's wedding, that couple we sat with? And he's like, no. I was like, well, that's Linda and Leon. He was like, I don't know them. I was like, yeah, you do. He's like, no, I don't. Yeah, he's just like fucking Leon. Every time I mention somebody, he's like, who's that? I'm like, literally the person you've known for 14 years? I don't know him. I'm like, okay, you talk to him every other day. Shut the fuck up, Leon. Shut the fuck up, Haskell. No, not Chad Haskell. Seth. Seth, my spawn. Oh, I t- I'm sorry. I don't mean that to your spawn. He should know better. But I, I mean, okay, you know what? I mean it. To, I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. <laughs> but that did just remind me of a story about my dad. He would always be like, I would say, you know, like if, like, for instance, like if you had ever met my dad, I'd say Linda Zimmerman. He's like, Linda Zimmerman. Linda Zimmerman. Name sounds familiar. What'd she look like? And I mean, it would be like that with like every single person. And I would just be like, you know, she's got glasses. She's got, you know, brown hair. And he'd be like, I don't know. I'd be like, Linda. He would just be like, "Ah, name sounds familiar. Literally my entire life. Maybe I'm just better that I never got any of the Christmas tree cakes. Girl child, I will bring you a box tomorrow. We still have like 40 boxes of those bitches. I love Christmas tree cakes. And also, your dad sounded like he was just the sweetest, most wonderful man ever. Oh my god. My dad was so precious. He really was. Like, he he was just, I don't know. He was just, I mean, he was just like precious. Because he would, it was, it would constantly be things like that. And like, for instance, like when him and my mom first got, my mom told me this story. Like when him and my mom first got together um, and were dating, like he didn't say idiot. He would say iodot. And like, to this day, me and my mom are like, is that really how he said it? Or... You know, was he being funny or I don't know, but I, I don't know. I just, I miss him every single day and, and it's hard knowing that in 10 days he'll be gone a year. And like in one way, it seems like it's been forever and in other ways, it's just like, it feels like it just happened.
I'm so sorry that you're suffering such a great loss. And I, I can completely understand. It's like when Ella and my grandma died on the same fucking day last year. It was like I was just telling Leon last night. When I look at Ruth and, you know, I'm like, I'm reminded that it, it's been six months. But it feels like, in some instances, six minutes. In some, it feels like six years. So I completely relate to that. And I will say that I wish I could have known your father, but I do know one thing, that I love him because he gave us you. You know, it's one of those things like, today I'm okay. Tomorrow, I don't know. Um, but the best way that I can remember him is to lead a kind and purposeful life because I mean for instance like when my niece came out to me you know my mom and my sister my sister my niece's mom you know were having like a super I mean really hard time accepting it I don't think either one really do accept it, but one one of them brought up a point. They said, if granddaddy were still alive, which is just, I mean, by default, what we just ended up calling my dad was granddaddy. If he were still alive, he would have made every effort in the world to love her and be there for her, even if he didn't. I mean, maybe not understand her coming out. I mean, he would have, that man would have never stopped loving her. And that's just the kind of person he is. That, I mean, no matter what, he was going to be there for his family. No matter what. I love that. You know, and I would love to think that my family would be that way, but they're not. You know, I don't know how Brenda and I are so liberal and the rest of my family so, so not. Anyway, but yeah, he sounds like he was a man that loved his family, not only hard, but right where they were, whether he uh, understood, agreed, or whatever. No matter what, it didn't matter. He was going to love them right where they were, and he was going to love them as hard as he could, no matter what. And that... That's a true gift, and I love you. I mean, those words were absolutely perfect. Yes, I mean, he was just the kind of person that would just love you where you were in life. Like when I was, you know, battling my issues with addiction, you know, it was, I mean, I mean, it's just, I never doubted his love for one second even when I was going through that and he was just I don't know I just I mean he was I mean he yeah he was a gift he was absolutely a gift and um I love you guys too I'm sure Miller will have heard none of this because apparently she can only listen to what she wants to listen to when she wants to listen to it So our new podcast is going to be mainly just me and you, Jen.
I'm driving right now to go pick up Shady at the babysitter, but I am definitely going to read that when I get back. It's pretty amazing, honestly. I don't know really what the fuck is happening, but I like what I'm seeing. So, after the conversation about my dad, I get in the car and I start driving towards the babysitter's house. And, like, one of my favorite songs that always has made me think of him, Soul Shine, came on. And it was like one of those windows down kind of moments. Any screenshot that starts with you fucking bitch, I'm all about it. Oh, same girl, same. Oh, 100%, I'm completely there for it. I mean, you know, I know I just said that I'm going to try to live my life with love and good intention, but I mean, yeah, definitely always put me on that. I don't see how that's not living with love. You love to see that shit. You know what I mean? Come on. So, I don't know if y'all follow uh, Drew Morgan. He's a comedian. And he was talking about, like, on one of his, like, latest posts, uh, I think it was on Instagram, about his wife being a redneck and a hippie. And, you know, and I was just sitting there thinking about that, and I have never feel, felt more seen in my entire life. I just, I'm hearing that coming from you makes me giggle so much because I feel your scene too. Also, I just farted on Ruth and she is very upset. I don't know. It was maybe a year or two ago that they had, he was like, they were like doing like a tour and he and his wife were um, outside of a Cracker Barrel and they just, you know, they were like doing a live thing and they were like, so we just went to Cracker Barrel and uh, we walked in. They were selling essential oils and playing Sturgill Simpson. I guess we're Cracker Barrel people now. He said, I don't know what kind of alternative universe this is, but I guess we're Cracker Barrel people. And when he said that, I felt that shit. I felt that shit in my soul. Dude, I fucking love me a Cracker Barrel. I'm not a hick. I am from Florida. Here's the thing. People don't quite get. I'm not a hick. I'm not a hillbilly. I'm not country. I'm not any of that shit. But I love me. I fucking love me some Cracker Barrel and Waffle House. Just saying. Dude, I will fuck up a Waffle House. Oh, my God. And Chad's all like, well, let's go to Denny's. And I'm like, Denny's? Denny's is just a Waffle House for people that don't know how to fight. I fucked with Waffle, hard, Waffle House so hard. Denny's can suck all the dicks. Moon over my hemi can go fuck off. I want my shit smothered and covered. Okay. Smothered and covered with the side of shut the hell up. God damn right. Yeah.